everyone to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Ayin Zayin 76-77 in Masechet Yoma. We will begin on Ayin Vav Amur Bet. Welcome Harry. Ayin Vav Amur Bet at the right after the parentheses about two-thirds of the way down the page at the words Ashkechan Sicha. We're discussing the things that are asur on Yom Kippur. And the Gemara says, we already found a source that putting oil on yourself is called inui. How do we know that washing yourself is also called inui? Meaning, not washing yourself is called painting yourself. Torah says you have to paint yourself. How do we see that to be true? But regarding washing yourself, if a person doesn't wash himself, he's painting himself. The Pasuk says, it comes like water in his stomach and like oil on his bones. When it says it comes in your body, it could be coming in like drinking. When you drink, it also comes in your body. How do you know it's not referring to showering, which goes on your body? Maybe it's referring to drinking that goes in your body. That's what I know. Do me the shemen. The fact that we compared it in the same pasuk as oil. Just like shemen goes in the body, not on, goes on the body, not in the body, so too oil. Basically, it's only topically anointed. So, so too, when it comes to water, we're talking about topically anointed water and not, not drunk water. Says Vatana ipcha kanasivla. The Gemara says the op- the the, the brightest is the opposite. The Tana we learned in the Mishnah. Minayin the sicha she kishtiyabi yom kippur. How do we know that sicha that putting oil on yourself is like drinking on yom kippur? Afishen raiz vazechnol shenimar vatavol kamayim vekibov vekishem ratzvotav. So you see over here that we learned the other way around. He says. Talking about drinking water, and we're figuring about the oil from that. Not we, we don't figure out water from oil. We're figuring out oil from water. So says the Gemara. Ela Amar Vashi Rechitza Migufei Deklash Shmayaleh. We learned it from the actual pasuk. The pasuk says Dechtiv Vesach Lo Sachti. It says that Daniel didn't put oil on himself. Right. Because the Pasuk says, Sach lo sachti. It could have said, Lo sachti. When Daniel says he didn't put oil on himself, he could have said, Lo sachti. Why did he say, With an anointing? With, with, with soch, an anointing, I didn't anoint myself. Can we tell you two types of anointing? One is actual oil, and the other one is water to wash yourself. So you see, Daniel didn't wash himself during the whole time, and therefore we see that washing yourself, non-washing yourself is called putting pain on yourself. Now, once we're discussing Daniel, we'll, we'll explain it. What does it mean when Gabriel told Daniel, I came because of your words? Right? Which means that Daniel, Daniel said some words which allowed Gabriel to come into the Betin Shalmala. What does that mean? Because it says, 
ויאזנהו בן שפן עומד בתוכם, עומדים לפניהם, ואיש מקטרו בידו, ועתר ענן הקטורת עולה, וכתיב, וישלח תבנית יד ויקחנו בציצית ראשי. שא אותי רוח בין הארץ ובין השמיים, ותבוא אותי ירושלים ובמרית אלוהים. אוקיי, נאו, this is talking over here about Yerhezkel. Yerhezkel says that in his dream, Navi is Yerhezkel, and Navi is saying that in his dream, he's seeing that there's many, many Jews, elders, who are doing Avodah Zarah in a horrible way. And they're not just doing Abu Dazarah in a horrible way, they're actually doing Abu Dazarah in the Beit HaMikdash. Can you imagine? Nothing can be worse than Abu Dazarah in the Beit HaMikdash. It's one thing to serve Arnold somewhere else. Bad enough. In the Beit HaMikdash, worse. So anyway, this is what's going on. Seventy people are doing, from the Ziknei Yisrael, with Yazinah and Shafan with them, standing, and each one has ketoret, and they're doing it to the idols. And it says that a hand took him, From his, by grabbing his hair, and he carried him in between heaven and earth, and he brought him to Yishalayim, right, to the, to the gate of, which is facing north in the Beit HaMikdash. Ayin Zayin Amun Alf now. Sham Moshav Semel HaKinah Makneh. There we see the terrible image. He brought me inside the Chatzel of the Beit HaMikdash. It says there was 25 men, their backs are towards the Hechal, and their faces are towards the east, towards the idol. Instead of turning away from Hashem, and their backs are towards the Hechal. They're bowing towards the sun. Away from Hashem, towards the sun. Terrible vision. Now the Gemara wants to ask, If it says they're facing towards the east, obviously their backs are towards Hashem. It shows that they were acting like the people bowed down to Baal Peor by going to the bathroom. They were doing that towards the Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's why it adds those extra words in there that they were feet, their backs were towards Hashem to, to emphasize that. Amalok, Kadosh Baruch Hu, Michael, Hashem was angry and he turned to Michael and he says, Michael, Sarcha Umatecha, Michael, which is the angel of Kal Yisrael, your nation has sinned. Sarcha <coughs> means they became spoiled. Amalafanav, Yeroshalam, Dayol, Tuim Shemahem. So Michael tried to stand up for the Jews and said, save the Jews because of the good Jews. Amar lo, so he told him, Hashem told Michael, I'll burn them with the, with the good ones. Miad right away, he, he spoke to the man who's clothed in linen, Gabriel, and he tells him, Come between the Galgal, underneath the Kruv, fill your hands with coals from among the Kiruvim, and throw them on the city. So he's telling Gabriel, not Michael, to take some coals, which obviously indicate troubles, 
and throw them at Yerushalayim. Miyad right away, Vayishlach HaKruv at Yado, Vinot HaKruvim. So the Kerub stuck out his hand, right? El Ha'ish Asher Vinot HaKruvim, to the fire that's there. Vayishav Yitzhak Nechobdeh Levush Abadim, Vayikach Vayitzeh. So he put it in one of his hands, and he, he left. Amar of Chana Barbazina, Amar of Shimon Chasida. If it wasn't for the fact that the angel, the Krub, took, transferred the coals from his hand to Daniel's hand, during that time, the transfer, the coals got a little bit cooler. There would be no left, there would be no survivor left from Kaisael because. If it would have gone directly from the fires of Shamayim on the Jews, there would be no Jews left. This guy, clothes and linen, has the keset with him, has the, the, the paper. He came back saying, I did what you told me. So Gabriel comes back and says, I did what you said. When that happened, they kicked Gani, they kicked Gabriel out of the the mechitza where Hashem is, and they beat him with sixty rods of fire. Amalei, he lo avata avata, he avata my lo avata kid porkecha. He he told him we don't understand. Mimanav shach. If you didn't listen to Hashem, we understand why you didn't listen. You didn't listen because you're waiting to see if Hashem is going to change his mind and have mercy on the Jews. But now that you did it, why didn't you do what Hashem said? You didn't do exactly the, 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 the rules. Why did you get... Hashem told you to go get the coals and throw it at the city. Why did you tell the Kiruv to throw the, to pass you the coals where it got cooled off and then you threw it at the city? Even if you did it, why did you come back and tell Hashem I did what you told me? When you did something bad, you're not supposed to come back and give a report. They brought Dubiel, So they brought the Persian angel. There's an angel for every country, Harry. And this angel for Persia was able to take Gabriel's place. And he, st- he st- stood there for 21 days. Because the angel of Persia was opposite me for 21 days. Michael came to help Gabriel. I was there with the, with the, with the kings of Persia. The reason why the Persians had 21 kings come out of them is because the 21 days that the angel of Persia served in front of Hashem and he also got the port of Mashig. So Dubiel said, please write for the Jews that they have to pay tax to us. They wrote it. Then he wrote, write down that even the rabbis have to pay the tax. They wrote it for him. When they were about to sign it, Amad Gabriel Nachor Bar Gordon Amar Shav Lachem Mashkimi Kum Achor Shevet Achor 
לחם העצבים, כן ייתן לידידו שנה. Don't, help that you got up early. After you sit late, you eat the bread of sorrows. And Hashem is lidoshina. What does that mean? My can you tell lidoshina? Amar Mitzrak, elu nishotem shetim yachamim shimladot shina ve'olam azev zuchot olam haba. Meaning, how can it be that Hashem is going to let the Persians rule over the Tadmech HaChamim? You know what kind of zuchot they have? Tadmech HaChamim v'zuchot that even their wives wait up for them to come home after they're doing their learning. So the fact that they're learning and their wives are behind them gives the power that no one should be able to rule B'nai Yisrael. They didn't pay attention to him. So Gabriel turns to Hashem and he says, if all the Chochmea Ha'omot Olam were on one side of a, of, a, of a scale, and Daniel is on the other side, is Daniel more important than all the other Chochmea So Hashem called out, who is that? Who is, who is defending my children? Gabriel. They told Hashem, it's Gabriel, so Hashem let Gabriel come back from Ahorea Pargod, from behind the Mechitza. I came because he words, they told him, let him come in. I knew they brought him in. He saw Dubiel holding the letter that let the Persians take taxes from the from the Hamim. So, Gabriel wanted to grab it from him. But ah, but Dubiel swallowed it. Some say that it was written but not signed. Others say, that it was written, it was signed, but when he swallowed it, he erased the signature. Okay? And that's the reason why, either because it wasn't signed, or because it was signed and then erased with the swallowing, that's why in the Persians, there are some rabbis who have to pay the tax, some don't have to pay the tax, because it was written and, and not signed, or signed and erased. Says the Gemara, When he was leaving, he noticed that the angel of Yavan was coming. Angel of Greece. Ave, ave, he cried out, but no one paid attention to Gabriel, and that's why the Greeks were able to rule also over Tamir Chachamim. Okay, now we're going to leave the subject of Daniel and Gabriel and go back to the subject of Yom Kippur. Harry, are you with us or no? Yeah, Harry. Okay. Another reason how we know that washing yourself is called, not washing yourself, it's called pain. Mihacha from here, Dechtiv, Ule Eviatar Kuenamala Melch Antalacha Al Sadecha. Anatotlach Al Sadecha. So Eviatar Kohen, let's understand what's going on here. Talking about King Shilomon. Now, Shilomon Melech, uh, when his father passed away, before his father passed away, 
his brother Adonia tried to be the king. Now, the people, a lot of people joined him at a big public ceremony where they're making a lot of sacrifices in Korbanot. And then, in the end, it got broken up and Shlomo became the king. Now, the people who were there were trying to be rebel against Shlomo Melech. One of the people was Eviatara Kohen. He didn't, but, but Shlomo didn't punish him. And now he's explaining why he's not punishing Go back to your field. Really, you deserve to die because you're rebelling against me. I'm not going to kill you today. One reason is because you carried that on in front of my father David. And you also fasted when my father fasted. Or you pained yourself when my father was in pain. So since you joined my father in pain, with, in recognition of that, I'm not going to kill you even though you deserve to be killed. Okay. Now, what are we going to learn from there? Because we're going to see that since he didn't wash himself, that that not washing himself is called pain. It says by David, when he described his people who were with him at that time, he said, when they were when they were running from Avshalom, it says the nation was hungry, tired, and thirsty. Now, hungry and tired, we know what those things are, right? The hungry and thirsty, we know. Ra'ev milechem. Tzama, thirsty is mine. One's bread, one's water. Ayef, what does it mean, tired? Tired probably has to be a pain, not just sleepy. Lamehaitzah, doesn't it mean that the tired means that they didn't wash themselves? So we can see from here that not washing yourself is called pain? Or it says, lo. Or it says, who told you that it's referring to not washing yourself? Maybe it's referring to not wearing shoes, that the, that the people with David weren't wearing shoes. I have another pasuk. It says, Mayim Karim, cold water, on a tired person. So you see that tiredness is someone who doesn't have cold water. So you see that a guy who can't wash himself is called tired, and that's how we know that tired, in the Pasuk when David is talking about it, means that they didn't get to take a bath. Maybe it means drinking. Who told you that the cold water is referring to cold water that's put on the nefesh for washing? Maybe it means drinking. It doesn't say in a, a tired person. It says on a tired person. On a tired person indicates taking a shower and not taking a drink. You with me, Harry, or no? Yeah. What are you saying, Binyamin? Binyamin says cold water showers are no good. Uh, Binyamin has never... T- that's because I'm assuming Binyamin has air conditioning in his house. Is that true? You do have air conditioning. So he's a spoiled modern person, and therefore he doesn't understand that people in the hot, hot 94 degree summers, when it's very, very hot, do take cold water showers, and it's very refreshing, and it's very happy. It's not healthy in an air-conditioned 71-degree house. It's very, very healthy in a 97-degree sweltering house. Okay? Don't be spoiled, but Benjamin. Okay. Says the Gemara. How do we know that wearing shoes, not wearing leather shoes, is called painting yourself? 
says the Gemara Dechtim, because it says, V'david ala b'ma'ala hazetim. It says, David went up on harazetim. V'rosh lo chafui. And he had his head covered. V'olech yachaf. And he was going, Oleu b'chei, he was crying while he's walking up. This is talking when David HaMelech was fighting against Avshalom. So he's going up Harazatim. He's crying with his head covered and he's going Yahaf. Yahef. Now Yahef, usually we translate the word Yahef as what, Rabbi, Rabbi Kaski? Yeah. We always translate it as barefoot. But the Gemara here is not going to accept the word Yahaf means barefoot. It could be Yahaf means walking. So we're trying to clarify. So it was Yah. So, so you see Yahef, you see that when he, David was in pain, he was barefoot, so you see he can't have leather shoes. Yahef mimai, lav minasada, must be when it says Yahef, it means he's not wearing shoes. Or it says, maybe when it was saying he's Yahef, Yahef means you, you're, you're like naked or bare. So maybe, who told you naked means naked from normal leather shoes? Maybe naked means naked from, from your normal horse. Because David normally rides and now he's walking. Says Gemara, I have a different pasuk. It says, this pasuk says, Lech, go. Hashem wanted, this is talking about Yeshaya. Hashem wants Yeshaya to uh, show the Jews how they're going to go to Galut. So Hashem told him, Go take off the sack from your from your uh, from your feet. And take off your shoe your shoes from your feet. It says he went naked and yachef. Yachef Obviously, it means that it was he was naked from wearing shoes. Yani yachef from wearing shoes. So yachef means no shoes. Okay, we agree that it's referring to something on your feet. But how do we know it means you're not going to wear leather shoes? Maybe it means you're allowed to wear leather as long as they have holes in them or patches in them. When it says that you should go, he told him to go naked and yachef. Now, yachef, we're saying, means no leather shoes. We're, we're challenging it that it might mean holy leather shoes. Leather shoes with holes in it. And it makes more sense like that, the Gemara is saying. You know why? Because when it says he's going arom, naked, it doesn't mean that he's going absolutely naked. It means you're, you're not dressed properly. So to shoes means you're not shod properly. You're not wearing shoes properly. Shoes with holes shouldn't mean no shoes at all. The same way no clothes doesn't mean no clothes at all. I have a different basuk. Pazuk says, Mini says, stop your foot from Yachif and stop your your throat from being thirsty. Don't do sins. In order that you shouldn't have barefoot. Don't talk bad nonsense talk. In order that your throat shouldn't be thirsty. So you see. And it means totally barefoot, just like people going to, to Galut. Therefore, we figured that out. Now the Gemara goes on to Tashmisha Mita. Two lines from the bottom. 
says the Gemara, how do we know that sleeping with your wife is called Inui if you don't sleep with her? If you can't sleep with your wife, it's called pain. Because it says, Lavan told Yaakov Avinu, don't you dare pain my daughters. And don't you dare take extra wives on my daughters. When a guy takes an extra wife, so the first wife suffers. So Lavan was making sure that Yaakov Avinu wouldn't take any extra wives. Now we're explaining now, Imtane means if you decide not to take an extra wife, you're just not going to sleep with my, my daughters, that's called giving them pain. So we see that not sleeping with, your, with, with one's wife is called pain. And the other part, Pasuk Imtikach, means Sarot, that you don't take an extra wife. So you see that the, the Tane, pain, means not giving relations, and Tikach is to take an extra wife. So you see from here that a person not sleeping with his wife is pain. Maybe they're both referring to Tzarot, meaning maybe Lavan was explaining himself. And he's saying, don't pain my daughters, which, by which I mean, don't take another wife. And neither of them means not having Tashmish. And then you don't have a proof anymore. If Lavan was explaining himself, it would have said, Im if you pain my daughters by taking now that vav, extra vav is indicative that we're talking about a new thing number one don't pain them with no tashmish and number two don't add an extra wife it seems like Rabbi Kasky it seems like Adding an extra wife is a pain, even besides the the necessary lack of tashmish. When a person adds a, a, a second wife, you, so so what? That's called so, yeah. But you might have thought that maybe he called it tzara because she's taking away tashmish from you. Besides that, it seems like it's a completely separate point because the, the, the Lavan saying the way the Gemara is saying it now. Number one is imtanet notai. That's tashmish, and the second thing. Nothing to do with Tashmish was saying this. Otherwise, the Gemara could have said, we could learn from the fact that it says, why don't we just learn from the second part of the Pasuk? But the fact is, don't take another wife. You see, that's, that, that's Inui, that's bothering my daughters. But we're not learning from that because that could be a separate point. It, doesn't word, it also doesn't say the word Inui there. Okay. The Gemara says, Maybe they're both talking about adding extra wives. Maybe they're both talking about adding extra wives. And Lavan's saying, don't take extra wives from the, from the servants that you already have. Like Bilhad Zippah and another one, Gilpah, or whatever, whoever else they had over there. And don't take extra ones from the outside. And maybe that's all it's referring to. Because if so, it fits like Imtikach. Just like Imtikach, Mitzalot is this. Ta'ne is like Imtikach. It fits very good. Mar says, no. It doesn't say if that what you're saying is true, the word tikach should be first. It sounds like tane is the worst one. And therefore, therefore it's got to be referring to not having tashmish first. Okay. Amalir Papala Abaya, hai tashmish kufe ikri inui. Why are you saying 
that not having tashmish, not having relations, is inui. I'll show you a pasuk where it says that having relations is called inui. It's called painting someone. As we see from Dina, because it says that Shechem slept with Dina, and he painted her. So Abayi says, over there, it means he pained her by other acts of bi'ah. Now, there's a machlok at what this is referring to. Rashi has two pshatim. One pshat Rashi likes. Well, that's what Rashi says in Chumash. Rashi over here doesn't say that. He does say it, but he doesn't hold of it. Okay? Rashi in Chumash says that he had bi'ah shalok Rashi over here understands that he got Dina to have Tashmish the first time. He forced her. Then she wanted Tashmish and he wouldn't give it to her. And that was the Ina. Okay? And that's how Rashi is learning it over here. A little, little, little in a funny way. In a way it doesn't fit so well with Rashi like Rabbi Kasky pointed out. Well, as is well known, Rashi says it should look at But Rashi also says later that Dina did not want to leave the palace. That when Shimon and Levi killed everyone, Dina didn't want to leave, and she wouldn't leave, so Shimon said he didn't marry her. So that does lend itself a little bit to this shot in Rashi, where Rashi's saying that that she didn't want to leave until that she wanted, that she seems like she wanted more Tashmish. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan, Asur Lilhotz Miksat Kufo Kichol Kufo. You're not allowed to wash part of your body, just like you're not allowed to wash your whole body. Okay? If a person was dirty, he got tit, dirty with either mud or number two. Then he can wash normally. You don't have to worry that you're going against Kippur. You're not allowed to, wa- you're not allowed to put oil on your whole body or even part of your body. If the guy's sick or the guy has scabs and they get, they're hurting him, you could put oil like you normally do. It's not a problem. Okay. Says the Gemara. Tanu Dvei Menasha. Rashbag Omer Shimon Lingaliel says, "Midicha Ishayada Achat B'Mayim V'Notenet Patatino." A woman could wash her hands, one hand with water, and give it to the kid. Give bread to a kid. Beinu Choshesh. It's not a problem. Amru Avos Shemayz again. They said about Shemayz again. Shelo Ayarot Zelechil Ibnu Yadochat. He didn't want to wash even one hand to feed his kid, because Ula Lachil B'Shteidaim. And because he didn't want to, the Betin told him that he has to do it with two hands. The reason why he didn't want to do it because he wanted to be Makbid, not to wash his hands. But they told him no. If you do that, you're going to cause trouble. And therefore, they made him do it with two hands, and he washed both his hands on Yom Kippur in order to feed his kid. Now, why do they have to wash hands before they feed the kid? My tama, shivta, because of a certain bad spirit that goes on bread when you touch it without washing yadayim in the morning. That's one of the reasons why you have to make sure that your kids wash yadayim before they touch their food because of this problem. Okay. Now, says the Gemara. We still fly? Oh, we have four more minutes. Let's see if we can get, get this, how far we can get. Um, Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in the Brayta. How lech lech bil penav eve? The guy is going to meet his father. Open the door, go to meet his 
Rabbi, is going to meet someone who's greater than him in, in Torah. He's allowed to go in water on Kippur up to his neck. Right? It's not a problem, even though you're washing yourself. No, I'm not. I'm just going to go see someone. Even though I'm getting wet, I'm not trying to do that. I'm fine. Ibailu, my can a rabbi go to the student? Only student to the rabbi. We go we gave cases of a, a lesser person going to a greater person. Is it allowed to go the other way around? Could the rabbi go to the student? Tashma we see in the bright uh, you with us, Harry? Yes. Can the rabbi go see the student? Really the rabbi should be waiting and the student should come to him. But let's say this other way around, let's say the student can't come and the rabbi wants to go. Is he allowed to go on Kippur through the water to give a shiur to his son student or not? Tashma, we have a proof. The Amarav Yitzchik bar 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 chana chazit leziiri da'azal legabe rechia bar Ashi l'tamudeh. Once I saw ziiri going, who's the rabbi going to rechia bar Ashi? So you see that you're allowed to do it. Mar says no. Rav Ashi Amar ha'u rechia bar Ashi who da'azal legabe the ziiri labe. It was you got the story reversed. Rechia bar Ashi went to ziiri, and therefore it's not a proof to anything. Rava shara lelebne ever ever yamina. Rava allowed the people of Avar Yemina to go watch their fruits by walking through water on, on, on Yom Kippur. So you see that it's not just to learn Torah, even to guard your fruits is allowed. I have a brighter for you. have a brighter that supports what you did, that people who are guarding fruit are also permitted to walk through. Oh, Rav Yosef He allowed them, the people, to go through to come to the class. But he didn't let them go back home. So the rabbi is saying it's only okay to come to the class. It's not okay to go back from the class because then you're not going to learn. He wouldn't let you go back. If you do what you said now, you don't let them go back. Next time they're not going to come. And therefore, even going back is like coming. Did you get that, Harry? Yeah. It means if you don't let the guys come go back from the class home, that means next time they're not going to come to the class in the first place because they can't go home. And that means that that by letting them go back, you're really letting them come. And that's why it's allowed. Ikidami, another way to learn the, the, the story. He did allow them to go back and forth. I understand why you let them come. Why did you let them go back? And he answered, So the difference between the two stories is, is it Rav Yosef's Chiddush, or is it Abayah's Chiddush, that going back is like coming? Okay. Says the Gemara. Do a little bit more, and then we'll go, then we'll stop. Rav Yehuda, Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, They were standing at the bank of the river. Now Rav was on the other side. Rabbi and Papa called out to him, Am I allowed to come across the river on Yom Kippur to hear, to ask you a question about learning? You could go, but as long as you don't pick up your garment. Because if you pick up your garment too high, you're causing, it's like you're carrying on Yom Kippur, and then it's Asur. Okay, if a guy doesn't want his garment to get wet, so you raise your garment, you end up carrying it, and you, as long as you don't carry, you're okay. Again, the same idea. 
in the bright today, as long as you don't pick up your, your cloak, you're okay. We're going to stop over here. Mat Kifla, Rav Yosef. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen. First line is Chalukah. Harry, pleasure having you. See you soon.